Hey girl, we need to talk. Ready when you are, bro. And we're back. And today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of being Filipino and German. Obviously, I'll take the Filipino side because... Being Filipino and German? Well, specifically German to you and Filipino to me. Because I, I'm not so qualified to speak on your culture when you say so we're far. talking about being filipino or german and or german i don't know how you want to phrase it but regardless we're gonna talk about it okay okay <laughs> so let's just say before we offend anybody this is a disclaimer if you get offended you know it's true so let's just leave it at that it's a big generalization everything we're gonna say so if you get offended what can we do that's just that's on you, okay? I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended already, Jim. For real though, these are very general stuff, so or like big generalizations. So it will not apply to everybody. So if you break the stereotype or you are a, an exception to the rule, that's cute. Do your thing. Own your shit. <laughs> You'll be fine. Just as a disclaimer, I'm not man spreading Jonas. So Go ahead, John. Okay. You go, you go first. So we're going to start with the cons because I don't want to end it in a, in a negative note. Number one, first con of being a Filipino. For me, the upbringing of bad financial or bad spending habits. I swear to God, like my parents spoiled us way too much because they never had it so good, you know? And because we were an immigrant family we could then afford better things eventually. I mean, I'm not gonna say we were rich, yeah? Because I lived through poverty, I will say that. We lived in a very tiny home in the beginning and we even only had one bedroom and the bathroom was just almost just a hole on the ground. And I don't know if you can imagine that, but... You wouldn't believe it if you see the castle you're living in now. <laughs> what castle? <laughs> I live in, in an apartment building that's quite nice now, so... It's an upgrade, but... Glow up. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this... Yeah, financial habits. I swear to God, my mom would, like, get me everything. But maybe because she had the feeling that she didn't have that growing up. So she wanted to provide for us. And so that we could have what she didn't get to have when she was younger. But I swear, it kind of taught me to spoil myself now that I'm older and I really had to unlearn all of that and to say to myself no I don't deserve all of this like I'm not that special I don't need to have everything I want but do you think it's a that's I don't think it's a rich people problem like generally if you like start poor and then you start to like earn better money then you spend all of it but even people I wouldn't know in the Philippines but in Germany for example when people have less they don't spend a lot except if they're alcoholic for example that's like and they just have a, have a, um, a need of buying certain things. But if you're, I mean, poor, if you're poor and still spend your, your little paycheck the first two days of the, of the month and then it's gone, is that, a, is that a Filipino thing to do? Yeah, I would say so. We're just, we're just very uh, generous with our pockets once we have money, I feel like. And um, yeah, I can definitely relate to that because I saw it with my family. And it's also because we are just so spontaneous. Like we, we don't have this kind of savings culture that Germany has, which you can probably expand on for those that don't know about this kind of culture. No, it's, I mean, saving culture already says it all. Like Germany is pretty much known for always keep a, keep a, keep a little bill under your mattress. So in <laughs> bad times you have something like don't, don't spend all your money. Yeah. And I mean, as, as I said, like if someone that grew up poor and didn't know how to like spend money, for example, like if you have a rapper that started poor and then he makes a lot of money through rap and he buys like 10 luxury cars and then he just notices, oh, I don't have anything to eat now. That's like just because you don't have any relation to money. But in Germany, normally the, the fundamental thought is don't spend your money. Yeah. Save it. I, I, I find it very impressive. Save that, all of it. Yeah. Hoard it. I mean, a good balance is obviously the key because yeah, you, a good you, balance account. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, if you die with like millions on your account, where does it go? Or like, how did you really live your life to the fullest? Like, I'll ask that question to you. Damn. But uh, yeah, better spending habits would have been great. I don't blame my parents for it. I also think I could have changed that. But it's just so nice to spend money. 
That's a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good takeaway. That's it for today, guys. It's nice <laughs> to spend money. That's our learning. <laughs> Save your money, kids. Alright, John. Next one. How many you got? Five? I got five cons, um, but you should what's the first con for your German culture? Oh, I'm I'm going first? No, I'm going second. We don't do all five. <laughs> We don't do all five Filipino ones, but then all German ones. Let's not do that because I'm gonna get bagged out for just complaining about my culture. German. All right. First point for German is that we're what? very traditional. In I'm, what way? I'm not a big fan of it. Like, very fundamentally stick with the roots. Like, we've always been doing it that way. That's what we're gonna do it that way. So that's I have close-minded as a as another point, mm. but they're kind of like the same thing. So I'm doing my first and second point. They're not necessarily in the order of best to worst or something. So yeah, I'm just okay. saying it's two points, but we're very close-minded and um, not open to to new ways. Like, see, best example, environmentally friendly cars, for example. Or just a green planet saving the environment. It all stops at the point where it's like, no, no, we got to save our car industry. So that's like, you know, thinking outside the box, not our thing. We're good engineers. We're good on all that stuff, but very traditional, like visibly. And we're, we're um, voting for a rather fundamental, like traditional um, party or like a very fundamental party. Okay. So we're sticking with the roots all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's interesting because I also wrote that down for Filipino um, cons, but in a, a completely different direction. Like we're traditional in our values, how we think uh, marriage is only between men and women. You know, I was triggered when I heard that. <laughs> Why? Yeah, you can probably guess. Uh, yeah, things like that. And also divorce with us. It's non-existent. Yeah, we have annulment. And this is something where... I just questioned then, or at least I, I feel so bad for people who are stuck in a marriage that they do not want to be in. And did I say do not want to be in? Yeah, do not want to be in. They donuts. Yeah, well, you can tell I'm hungry. Um, yeah, they don't want to be in it, but they cannot separate from their partner. And an annulment, as far as I know, will just null and void the marriage, but it's not allowed for you to marry again. But is it a, a religious thing? Yes, but also it's because of our um, like the belief of the people. We're like 80% Catholic, yeah? So if, <laughs> if we wanted to, we could reform this. It doesn't have to be this way because I think some of our laws are not based on religion as well. I mean, with what's happening politically, we'll not get into it. But um, certain people are uh, being killed at this moment in time. And I don't think that's religious or within the Bible's scriptures. Wait, I'm not an expert on Filipino politics or Filipino, you know, don't read the Filipino newspaper that much. And <laughs> yeah. it's not like, it's not a big part of, of world's news. So not in this side of the world, no. Yeah, for sure. So who's who's been killed? So you probably heard of our president. He's quite extreme. And yes, he's I been, do that. Yeah, he's been compared to certain leaders of this country. Uh, let's not name any names. This country? This country, yeah, specifically. Of, of Germany? Yeah. Oh, so we're talking about Hitler? <laughs> I didn't want to say it, okay? Well, it's just the name, like, get power of the name, like... Yeah, but I didn't want to make the comparison myself, but anyway, yeah, okay, there you go. I did, Thanks I have for no calling idea. me out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the case, and, but only because he's quite extreme. Like, he promised he will get rid of the drug problem in our country, and he is making strides in doing that and um, unfortunately sacrificing lives as he continues to fight for that so he's just saying cut the losses yeah like they do raids basically okay um, in in communities that where they uh, find out from some source that there's drug uh, manufacturing so going it's like on. a witch hunt pretty much if you don't like your neighbor like oh he's cooking meth exactly and you don't really get a fair trial so a lot of people either are falsely or wrongly incarcerated or worse they get killed so uh if we get into that that's quite it's quite deep and yeah. we're very sad so that's where our traditions hinder us sometimes from developing so that's my second con for the philippines all right 
Go, go with your third because I did two. <laughs> okay, so number three for me, um, this attitude of trying to please everyone and being overtly nice, uh, too nice sometimes. I, I was really raised like that. I saw my mother always trying to um, be kind to everyone, but to the point where sometimes she gets taken advantage of because obviously when you're too nice. Oh, for sure. And I know what you're talking about because you are that way. <laughs> we talked about that many times. That Can you, you... you can't say no. Yeah, right. That's the thing. And like, I feel like it's so difficult for me to change that because it's what I grew up seeing. And also for me, that my instinct just tell me that's the right thing to do. Although I know it's not the only way you can do things. You're just going out of your way all the time to to make people happy, even though like unnecessarily happy. Like if, if someone like cut in front of you in a line, you'd be like, oh, he's probably he's probably in a hurry something. And I would just be like, excuse you. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm slowly being exposed to these kind of things more and people call me out now when I do that, which is kind of nice because then I can at least be aware that sometimes I'm letting myself be stepped on due to this this attitude or wanting to be too kind. I'm not going to say that you're getting stepped on. I mean, it's not that bad since no. you're like, it gives you some kind of happiness to help someone like not a helper syndrome. I mean, wouldn't go that far because that's like a mean thing, but <laughs> it gives you it gives something back to you if you can help someone or do something for someone or, or treat someone or presents or something that like it's a nice thing to you but i get it that's like that saying no or saying like or standing your ground not even like uh, it, it goes right with my next point because we're the complete opposite <laughs> like <laughs> germany is like if something's out of your way you don't do it <laughs> <laughs> so what would you call that I don't know, not being Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really directness, is it? Because that's that's how I thought um, the opposite of that is. I, we're so we just don't want conflict that we would like bend over backwards for people in my culture. I feel like, and there's this kind of uh, facade that you I don't want to call it that. That's a bit mean, but you just want to present yourself as uh, good to everyone, and that's the norm. Everyone should try to be nice and try to be kind. So even if it's uh, inconveniencing you, you would still do something for your neighbor. Yeah, I, mean, I was a little bit like that and I changed a little bit. Um, example would be if, if there's like a topic in my family and we're on the dinner table, I'm like, not going to talk about it. I'm not going to like go into it because there might be like an argument happening. And I thought to myself, why, why not talk about it? Like it's it's something that I'm interested in opinions, and we're gonna bump heads, but it, that's gonna be that way. Or if someone like, sometimes you just have to be like, I'm not gonna say you have to be a dick, but you have to be mean, or or you <laughs> have to be. There's a word in German. It's like frech, you know, like yeah, like kind of. It's not rude. Not necessarily rude. No, but like rude. bending the. Going out of your your borders of being nice, technically. Like, if you if you see the the there's like a long line on the cash register, you ask them, "Hey, can you open a new one?" You could stand in line and wait, but you're like, uh, "I don't want to wait." So you go to the next one, and they probably open one for you, and you're in first in line. Yeah, you guys are just outspoken when it comes to that. I feel yeah, like yeah, something. something's not right, or you believe it's not right. People talk about it, but yeah. but. I'm gonna name it. I'm gonna go to that point. Complaint culture. It has something to do with it. Yeah. We talked about it last. No, I'm not. No, we didn't talk about it last time. But like that, if you're if you're stuck in traffic, you get pissed because you're stuck in traffic. But in the other side, you think like, oh, that's a great story to tell in the office. Like something I can get mad about. Like ah, nice. Yeah. So so that's our complaint culture, and that goes like into every aspect of life. Same thing with. Um, as mentioned before, being nice to someone or being like overly nice or going out of your way. Um, example in America, I had like a friend that broke his leg and he couldn't like go and get food. So people brought him food, like they brought him dinner or lunch or something because he couldn't go out and grocery shop. He could, but it's like hard for him. So they yeah. like thought, okay, I'll, I'll treat you to dinner or something. Like a lot of people just brought self-made food. 
we nothing gonna happen in Germany. We have deliveries, of of course, but no way. That's not gonna happen in Germany. Like we okay. we're not gonna do that. Like we like we say, oh, I'm sorry for you. And then we're like, oh, check mark. I did it. I showed some some love, and now oh, he feels better because I said that. Like <laughs> we love complaining, and we always like see okay, to which degree do I have to go out of my way, and where do I get the best benefit? Like if someone dies in your in your family, I'm gonna say like, oh, I'm oh sorry, I'm sorry for you, condolences. But I'm not gonna go over there and be like, hey, you need a hug or something. I'd be like, I feel sorry for you. I, not if someone dies. I think that's a really extreme, but that's a harsh example. Yes, yeah. I get it, John. <laughs> no, but I get what you mean. But that's funny because yeah, with our culture, you would give them roses. You would visit them in the hospital or whatever way. Um, you can show that you care about them, even if you're not so close. You would. You, uh, you would make a gesture in order to show them that yeah i mean we can't generalize it yeah as always don't get offended we already said the disclaimer listen to the beginning again <laughs> but um i i noticed that like it's super uncommon like if there's a friend in a hospital i told him hey we want I can, i can visit you it's like right down the street you just He's triggered like, all oh the really you like triggered all the germans i'm now. fine with that they're they're all like i'm fine come at me they're all <laughs> they're all go they're all complaining right now i meet outside <laughs> post my address get it out of the come door. up come up yeah so no i told him like, i can visit, visit you visit you visit you and he was like surprised like really you want to come like i pulled through i was there and yeah. he was like oh that's so nice you visit like no one came like my family obviously but that's it like yeah because you have no friends <laughs> <laughs> ouch <laughs> no that's a, that's a lie he had friends but it was like it's not it's not that you, you don't show that much effort mm -hmm. okay Yeah, so I guess I can move on with another con. God, that was that was rough. <laughs> That's I just like... I just went to town on Germany. <laughs> good thing you're German, and if they don't believe it, you have a passport, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's not to say you you don't like your country. It's just no. the reality. Funny thing is that I talk to people in America, and I always when I'm in America, I complain about America and say like Germany is better in that aspect, for example. Like they only have a two-party system. Yeah, I say, hey, look at us. We have like so many different parties that you can like find. Okay, if you're like environmentally friendly or like looking for that kind in politics, you only have Republicans or Democrats. In Germany, we have like a, a certain party only for that, and then everyone has like different takes on it. So you can find your way of get your opinion represented. Yeah, there's even denominations of the actual left and right. Exactly, party, yeah. exactly. So I'm always complaining when America about com like America, like your food is so bad, everything, <laughs> and they're always like I'm bashing like how great Germany is and how bad America is. When I'm here, I'm the opposite. Like I like talk about like how bad America is and how bad uh, how bad Germany is and how much better in certain points America is. Like I always like bash the country I'm in. I, I suppose <laughs> when I'm going nice to the too. Philippines, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> They're gonna get some. <laughs> Watch out, Philippines! He's coming to get you. He's gonna terrorize that with his complaints. I gotta wait for my baggage for 10 minutes. Oof. 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 10 minutes. So that that's quick. Be ready, call center of of the airport. Someone's oh, yeah. calling. Yeah, there's lots of them working there, so they'll listen to you happily. Oh yeah, thank God. And they'll say sorry the whole time. All right. I'm sorry. What's your next point? That's okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think one more thing for me which is quite superficial so but i'm just gonna say it the lack of seasons like i love my country and i think the warmth definitely brings out the um the uh, positive nature of the people but i swear i would not have discovered my love for fashion and uh, dressing up had i not moved to another country and experienced cold weather and um yeah winter and autumn <laughs> you know <laughs> Come to Germany. We have seasons. <laughs> That's the new commercial. That should be the slogan for Germany. Germany, it's cold. <laughs> Honestly, though, I remember when we first moved to England and we were in Heathrow Airport. And there was an area in Heathrow Airport where you could, I think back then you could still smoke and there was like a smoking section. So I would go out of this because uh, it was outside. Um, I would go out of this automatic door. So that was already a, a new technology for me. Automatic doors. I was like, oh my gosh, you don't you have that. You dropped to your knees and prayed to it. Like, ah! <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Ma, look at the door. It's opening on its own. 
out. And then <laughs> little John just danced through the door. And some some CEO next to it, like having a cigarette, like uh, he's there like three times a week. He's like, can someone stop this kid? Legit though, I I barely knew English, so I was just jumping back and forth through the door, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so cold. Like I actually feel my my uh, my the hairs on my arms like standing because it was that cold, and. I think that was such a defining moment for me that like, wow, we're in a different country now. Yeah, he that's saw the world. <laughs> that's a con in the Philippines. But I think that's such a, a little one that uh, we wouldn't really care. We have mole weather, which shout is... out to my friends in America, uh, like a couple of friends there that visited Nashville from from California. They never left California before in their life. Okay. And they flew. Uh, they had a layover in Denver. So they wear flip-flops and shorts, had to walk through the snow on the runway. Oh my god. <laughs> the poor mo- That's American. <laughs> oh my god. Did they not think to like pack no, something? No, they didn't okay. think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so seasons is a thing for you. Yeah, like, that, that's one. You're big on seasons. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't have discovered my, my love for clothing and dressing up, I think, had I not moved. To more colder climates so if you're going on a holiday in a fancy apartment you're always going to the four seasons oh my god here you go with your, da- with your dad jokes again. oh my god i'm just gonna you know john what? sponsored by four seasons because he loves seasons you know what though in in palawan like where i come from um in like an island getaway they have a very fancy hotel or uh uh, accommodation chain is called... it called one season <laughs> no it's funnily enough it's called two seasons <laughs> it is because obviously we only have the rainy and the sunny so <laughs> uh, that's like kid language we got the rainy and the sunny <laughs> but it's called two seasons when and... are you born the september October. i was born the rainy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so... and then you have the christmas season obviously the third season of the year for us, the fifth, but yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't have that. It's warm. Did you call it the fifth season? We do. It would then be the third for us, as I told you. We just yeah. have two: so. <laughs> sunny, <laughs> rainy, and Christmassy. There you go. <laughs> you get, no, you get sunny, rainy, and Santa season. <laughs> but I have to say, uh, Christmas season starts quite early for us. It starts in September, so is that in rainy? <laughs> <laughs> Probably it's in the rainy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's all. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, side note, every, night, every time you say the, the country you're from, no, not the country, but the, the city you're from, I always think of Padawan from Star Wars. Padawan? Like, um, it's Padawan. Like, okay. He's like the sensei in the Padawan. Ah, all right, right, right. Like what um, like Yoda would say, like young Padawan, you have yeah, much to learn. Exactly. Yeah. Much to learn you have, he would say. Right. Alright, next point. That was point. a direct quote. Next point for Jim. Yeah, don't copyright us. <laughs> four seasons, if you're listening. <laughs> I, li- I like four seasons too. <laughs> Two seasons, if you're listening, sponsor this whole. <laughs> yeah, sponsor this whole. <laughs> there goes the explicit. Alright, next one. Um, I got. Uh, see, don't misunderstand this point because it's always also on the positive side of my, my list. It's the no patriotism in Germany. Okay. We don't have patriotism, and I think patriotism is a, like a bad word generally because it always has like this this connotation of people waving flags and saying like our country is the best, you suck. It's like no, that's not the case. I'm just saying that you can be proud of like something someone accomplished. If your if your school wins first place in like a sports activity, you say hey, that's my school, and you can say that about your country as well. Like. The only time we wave flags here is in the world championship of football, yeah. soccer for the English people. Yeah, true. Yeah, that I noticed that, like a, a lot when I came here, that you don't talk about nationalism or kind of like pride of your country because I feel like obviously with the history has a lot to do with that, and you guys get taught this in school. If you if you see like a German flag in someone's front yard, you're like, oh, that's probably a Nazi. Yeah, I've never seen one actually. Not in the even though yard. obviously it shouldn't be the case, but here it's like always like direct. Like if you see like a flag waved, you're like, wait, it's not the European Championship in football or the World Championship. It must be Ooh. something else. Ooh. <laughs> something so, else. But I'm saying like we have like local 
patriotism. Like I'm from Hamburg, for example, you know, that's like a very pride thingy. Like we are we're like, we're cool about it. We're like, yeah, I'm from Hamburg and other cities suck. Not <laughs> necessarily that hard, but you know, yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the gist of it. Especially with football teams. I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the difference. That's not patriotism. That's like, that's like club okay, love ish, but, um, like local patriotism just being from one city but we don't have it for a country and i don't think that's there has to be like a good balance in between like i'm not a big fan of that wave your flag everywhere you go but also like don't hide it like it's fine like as i said before i have i have a i have a pro side as well not only cons so something that you actually be like okay that's cool and that's, that's new for you right not only bad that's new for you right talking about good stuff there's in pros in germany <laughs> Finally, you're gonna talk about the pros in Germany. In Germany, wow! Sorry. I'm excited. Yeah, so I'll I'll move on to the pros because. Were you done with your cons? Did I do five? Yeah, I did five. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if I yeah. did four and someone call me out, just shut up. We did shut enough. Up. We did enough. We're about to get uh, attacked. I have canceled. one more. I want to like talk about like it's, okay. it's it it expands on the on the complaint culture thing and that like I just put uh, no one cares. Also, a pro, I talked about that. Did I talk about it last time? No, I don't think so. What do you mean no one cares? Like that everyone does his own thing. Ah, like yeah, everyone yeah, you does did. your I, I do my thing. The point where I don't talk about my personal stuff. Yeah, right. Good thing and bad thing, obviously. And plus if like the rich and poor, we do have like uh, we, we're losing our, our in-betweeners. The middle so class. Our, the middle class, yeah. I just I forgot that word, even though it's like it's translated in German the same thing. So we have like upper class and lower class and like the, it splits obviously like it does all over the world it splits even more right now we still have a middle class but we're losing it but if you're like the poor people pretty much the, everyone thinks like okay just leave them be like there's like i i pay taxes and we're like obviously have a social system that supports them but apart from that like charity it's it's pretty much buying like getting rid of your sins by by buying your soul back and doing charity wait do you get what i'm saying like no please you, expand on you, this. I don't you, get you it. just do charity to to ease your own mind you they don't care they just like put money into like a good cause and be like i did something good like i gave five euros to that homeless person and i can go into the i don't know brothel now and just go to town uh, because i did something good no do something bad <laughs> All right, I didn't know that. I'm gonna kick that kid off the scooter because I gave five euros to. See, I'm like over exaggerating, obviously, but man, you got some violent ways. You're talking about death in this episode. You're talking about kicking kids off of scooters and bikes. Like, wow. It's gonna be title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> death, cruelty, and violence. <laughs> that that's deep. Do you, do you need to talk? No, I'm fine. But I'm just saying that, like, like people, if it's not affecting them, like. If you see like there's something bad happening, first thing that German people do, not generally, but I, I feel that sometimes here, is like take a breath of relief, like, oh, I'm not involved in that. Good, I can go on with my life. There's, so, there's no empathy of like, oh, there is an earthquake somewhere. They're like, oh, okay, it's not affecting us here. So, so no world good. star hip hop stuff. like. <laughs> Let's get the camera out and start filming. No, no, no it's not. Uh, that's probably gonna happen. Yeah, because you gotta talk, tell it to your your colleagues at work. Yeah, but but you're not helping. Like, that's always the best. You always tell your colleagues everything. Like, yes, that's that's so common here. I love that. Yeah. So before you were rude enough to cut me off now i wanted to start with the positive stuff okay so. let's go to positive let's let's cut all that yeah let's cut all the negativity in this room take a deep breath everyone with us yeah <sighs> so now we're not gonna offend everybody so we can make them happy <laughs> gonna offend them with happiness kill them with kindness exactly there you go that's that's our motto now so going from death and kicking kids off of scooters to now talking about the good stuff in our countries and our culture Number one for me is what I'm really, really proud of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my country. Yeah. And obviously I have lots to complain about. And um, I think my fellow Filipinos can relate to that because there's a lot of things wrong. But what we do have in my country is resilience. I'll tell you that when we have problems or when it gets really, really bad, 
you cannot knock Filipinos down. Like we will get back up. We might cry a little bit. We might uh, pull out our hair or whatever, some extreme stuff. I don't want to get into it, but rest assured, we're going to get back up. We're going to laugh and we're going to face that. Whatever problem it is, whether we don't have anything else or we don't have anything left to eat or we don't have any money, we'll find a way and we are resilient and we will get through whatever obstacle there is. And mostly with humor. So that's what I love about the Filipinos because you even see it in very marginalized uh, communities, yeah, Where, or even very poor, poverty stricken communities in my country. They're all so happy, regardless of all of this. They will always laugh and they will always, like, if you talk to them, you would not get the feeling that they are starving or don't have any resources because we just have this kind of aura of yeah, we'll laugh through our problems or I guess religion has a lot to do with it. Like God will provide for us, you know? Yeah, I don't want to get into the religious part of it. But anyway, I love that about Filipino culture that we can find the positivity and the, um, the good parts of even the worst situations. If you don't go out there right now and make the best out of yourself, I don't know how you're going to do it. <laughs> Motivational speaker, John. Getting them pumped. <laughs> that was not my, my intention, but if it sounded like that, you go Filipino, you go get that. I can see a little tear rolling down every Filipino be like, my boy, that's it, that's us. I'm so proud of us. Nice, okay. Oof. That's that's like that's better than the slogan Germany it's cold. Like that's just if you didn't know that like, the Philippines existed yet, or you didn't know the Philippines are a, a crazy like proud country you hey. know now like, google it google maps it next vacation booked a okay four seasons by the way or the two seasons Come on, we don't have that as i told you we don't have four all right all right all right um germany i'm gonna start with a different point but do you want to <laughs> expand on that because I, I i couldn't add anything to that no, I, I'm pretty happy with that. I think that encapsulates everything I want. Sounded to like an empowerment song, like, gonna get, I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never <laughs> gonna get me down. Did it sound like a Martin Luther King speech or what? A little bit. Yeah. Not really, but a little bit. Okay. So anyway, it's true. I'll just say it. All right, let's get back to focusing. We're German here. <laughs> yeah. What's good about Germany? Tell us. Point one of the cons of my list. Pros. Rep reputation. It's pros. That's right. I was wrong. <laughs> pros. Reputation. We have a good reputation. If you go to America or to whatever country and you, you, you show your German passport, they were like, oh, he's probably serious and very good at his job or whatever he's doing. Efficient. Yes. It's not like it's, it's totally not the case uh, for everyone. So it's like a very, very good stereotype for us. But you're greeted with open arms pretty much like there's no boundaries like your passport is really good right we can pretty much go into every country yeah only one passport is better i think right now or maybe you guys uh took the number one spot again but anyway yeah i think most countries i think switzerland uh, singapore because they can uh, go to singapore. north korea okay so oh switzerland is not because i'm not in schengen i'm stupid um, they might have. Oh, they might be. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> not gonna talk about that. That's like some <laughs> knowledge I don't have. But anyway, yeah, you can go anywhere. Right? Reputation, as I said before, um, that with with greeting with open arms. Like the only bad thing about it, I'm just saying pros here, but is that like the the Nazi jokes. Like we don't think it's cool. We don't think it's funny. Uh, we're not proud of it, obviously. So if that's like the the thing, if you come to like the first all people have of germany is like oh something happened there seven years ago uh bad things and yeah. we're like we're aware of that and we're not happy with it but that's like the first connotation and you know what the problem is that it's not even like a bad thing that people remember they like just like interested in it you know meaning not gonna say like go into it but okay okay like stupid americans sometimes not gonna say americans are all stupid but some of them are like just call them out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we said like disclaimer. So someone like, hey, is Hitler still alive? I was like, nope. Oh my God. 
I mean, it's yeah. like, is the Third Reich still like, like trying to, to conquer the world? I'm like, no. what a question. Like, is Hitler still alive? Wow. Yeah, he's 140, alive and kicking, doing well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's. But honestly, it goes back to what you said. Like this non-patriotism. It that's the reason for that because of this freaking history, right? Like. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. That's like the 100 the case. So. I'm just saying, very good reputation, open arms everywhere. That's a, a total privilege, but you know, it's a good thing. Totally. I mean, uh, if you go to my country and you say you uh, studied German engineering or like engineering in Germany, um, you are for sure going to get any job you want because you guys have that. <laughs> I'm studying German engineering. <laughs> oh, you want to have a job in art? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Exactly, you get it. <laughs> you probably you're probably better than me. Interview, no way. You come in here. Complete different. Oh, you want to be a pop star? Yeah, you started German engineering. Oh, you can do that. Sure. It helps to be white, so you guys are that. I, I I'm going to go into my second point because it's like very short for me. Go for it. And I know what you're gonna say about it, but oh, what um, is this now? Reliability. The Ooh. Germans are very reliable. Like we're, uh, we we come through with the word we give. So punctuality being on time like that is the stereotype also the case like if someone's late here people get mad yeah i really like I, th one of the things i i really appreciate about german culture is that um when you say to someone you're going to the event you go to the event you don't take that back and um yeah that's something my culture or the filipinos could learn from germany i feel like yeah we kind of overdo it sometimes like we're like we're sticking to our rules a lot a lot like if, if you're gonna get a check in the restaurant and you know you only get a handwritten check you, you know it's like it's not gonna show up on their tax report <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's always like for me that's already like oof that's something illegal like you shouldn't do that even i'm not saying it i'm just paying my bill but i know it i'm like in your uh, heart it's there yeah this, this uncomfortable so food. if i get sick of this food no i can't sue them because technically i was never here because i don't have a receipt ah. oh so my god you just took us into the german psyche like oh gosh i've never thought like this yeah. in a restaurant i'm dealing with with stuff that wouldn't even cross your mind yeah i'm just struggling every day it's so hard yeah that's why uh. we do this show because i feel like uh, I, I could never like even think that way but yeah nice to know i, I can't think of something Next time I'll ask the waiter for the proper receipt so that you don't have this feeling. Okay? Excuse me, my friend has bad anxiety with handwritten receipts. He yeah. can't take it. Yeah. <sighs> we won't let it happen. Don't worry. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable when we're trying to eat sushi. Thank like, you, German. Thank yeah. You. I just... I mean, you go. I, I, gotta, I gotta take a second here. Yeah. Well, my second point with the pros of being Filipino is the politeness in our culture. And our respect for our elders, um, not only the elders, but also um, people that are superior to you with your job, for example, you always refer to them with a title, either Mr. Professor. That's something I had to learn in uni here. You don't call the teacher or the professor a professor. I would say to our one of our teachers, hey, professor. And he's like, uh, can you call me uh, uh, Wilfried? Because that's... <laughs> Here, you just have such a leniency with calling people by their first name. And with our culture, you don't you do that. You think so? I feel that. I mean, you have the, the Z and the do. Yeah, we have a polite form of addressing someone. And that's like... Yeah, maybe it's just what I experienced. But even... Plus, like in, in university, a very like a, a, a safe space for openness and new way of thinking. Like it's, it's more open. But like in business world... You like, wouldn't do that either. Yeah. Stick to it. But yeah, you go. It's like, it's, it's about, it's <laughs> about the pros, like, you know, it's not about the... Yeah, but um, I feel like there's a bigger difference when it comes to the elderly. We would never refer to the elderly by their first name. And there's even a greeting we do where we hold, if you guys can see this, I'm going to take Leo's hand. And then I put his, uh, the back of his palm on my forehead. And that's what you do to your grandma or your granddad or any older person that is considered probably grandma material or granddad material. Yeah, you have to do this because it's a form of respect and you would always add a certain prefix or suffix to the sentence by when you refer to them. You would never just address them how you would address your friend. And that's a rule within everybody, yeah? You don't, we don't even discuss that. That's just something you have to do. You have to say, oppo, 
So I will have to add either Paul or Oppo to everything I say to you if you were my granddad. Yeah. It works. Everything I say to you. So if I wanted to say to you, um, let's go to the groceries, uh, let's go get groceries, um, then I would have to say, uh, or something like this. So I would add that, that little word to it to make it more respectful. Okay, but not every word. Like you don't say, let's go to Oppo. <laughs> So you just no, say no, like no, sentence no. and then you add it like it's like please for example yeah that's whatever you saw please as a please to say the phrase but even yeah yeah even more formal than please yeah i explained that really badly sorry about that <laughs> um but you add it to everything or to every sentence at least you use it at least once you can okay. add it multiple times but at least once is customary otherwise you're being disrespectful because for sir, us please sir let's 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 go go sir grocery shopping please sir <laughs> Exactly. Like we don't, you would not say it in in the informal way, when it's someone older than you, because it's it's disrespectful. And we look at the elderly as um, people with wisdom and knowledge, and I feel like here in Germany that's not really the case. You, they're kind of annoying for you guys, than what I've noticed. Just they put them in a foster care and then visit them once a month, ah. or for Christmas. Ooh, that's rough. But I'm yeah. not that way. I'm just gonna like drop it, but. I, I think it's a like, beautiful thing that it's in the Philippines it's so common to do that. Um, I know from my girlfriend in Colombia, it's, it's also common to take care of your, your elders, uh, Turkish people, for example. Like, they're the, the head of the family, like, they're the, the top layer, they're, the, they're the, the top management, they're the CEO of the family. They're top of the pyramid, like. Yes, and then all the plebs beneath. But here yeah. it's just like foster care and see you later. Yeah, even in our culture, it's common to live with multiple generations of the family. Yeah, you don't really we don't have this moving out culture. Yeah, um, you only do that when you go to university, even then, maybe not if you stay in your own city or your own area. And then even afterwards, if you're not married, I mean, even when you get married, you can still live with your parents. You That's can live a, in the same house. Unbelievable yeah. for me. Yeah. Like even for me, like I lived in Hamburg all the time. And for me, it's. It's something of uh, a loss. Like I, no, I don't feel like I failed because it's a big city. But if you're like stuck in your hometown, you feel what I'm saying? Like you're always stuck in a little town. You never got out. And on, on Christmas, all the friends from all over the, the, the country or world visit to the family. They come back home and they tell about the stories and whatever. Yeah. Sydney. And you're like, oh, I'm still living in my hometown. You're like, ugh. For some people, it's like a goal to be like, okay, I want to like have my roots here, and I like I know everyone I went to school with, they still live here, but like for me, it's never the case. But if you like still live in the same building, I mean, yeah. if it's culturally okay and everyone does it, it's fine. It's pretty cool if everyone stays, but if not, yeah, I don't even think it's because of um, uh, financial reasons, yeah, because I know uh, generational Filipinos here or like second generation Filipinos here that moved here when they were younger and their parents still live here and they still live with their parents. And even when they got married, they drive a Ferrari, but they're still living there in a small ass house. Exactly. And it's, and that's just something that's common in our culture that you stick within the family and it's not looked at or frowned upon, even if you do stay at home. And it's so nice to like, see, like I saw that when my, my grandparents, like my, my nephew and my nieces were at my grandparents place for there it's their great grandparents and they played with them and they showed them the toys i, I just like it warmed my heart my, they were so happy when the kids were around like there's a toddler running around and you're like 90 and just like they he, my, my grandpa just sat there and watched them and he was so happy and like that's like something that normally doesn't happen here that much like they visit like what once a month and if they're always there it's like a nice thing to still have like more See, like, that's the a thing that, like, scares me so much. If, like, the grandparents visit their, no, if the other way around, the grandkids visit the grandparents, and you only have, like, as a kid, like, one, like, image of this, this, okay, you go to your grandma's place, and you visit them, and you have, like, coffee and, and cake for, like, three hours, and they're, like, this old being, like, not, like, good to look anymore, because they're, like, oh, I mean, yeah, sorry, but you get older, <laughs> skin gets like just, just roast them but they're like but kids are cruel like they see them as this like oh like i don't want to hug them they're weird like they look old like they smell like the earth yeah, yeah. exactly so they, they that's like a, th a bad thing but if you if you're around them the whole day 
you have so many good memories with them and you like see them all the time and that like that, that makes me happy yeah so all the grandmas and grandpas out there don't get wrinkly get botox get all your cosmetic <laughs> stuff done because here in germany if you don't do that your get grandkids a butt lift. <laughs> get a butt lift get a facelift <laughs> otherwise your grandkids won't talk to you just saying yeah like i think the 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 concept of like a multi-generational house stumbling that gets more and more common in germany that's a very nice thing i think like i like that thought yeah me too and i wanted to expand on one point just because i'm hilarious um that, oh, that you said about oh here we go about about germany that we have like the z and do like this this formal like sir and, and you and yeah, I, please I explain that because we will have some people that won't know. This. Okay, so in Germany, it's it's pretty easy. We have like the U in English, like that's for formal, informal, whatever. We have like a formal and an informal U. So if you don't know someone, or in, or like in business context, you normally start with the with the Z, which is like formal U. And if you get to know someone, it's always passed down. So if you're the older one, you can offer me to call you by the informal U but not other way around. Like I wouldn't go up to a 50 year old person and say the informal you, which is do and say, okay, you can call me by my first name. You would be the one that has to offer me to call you by their first name. Yeah. yeah. And so the informal one, you always use with the second name or with the last name, not the second name. And the, the informal one you use with the first name. Right. Yeah. And once you've gotten over, or even if you introduce each to yourselves to each other as with the first name, you can go directly to the U, right? Yeah, to exactly. The informal if, it, if it's offered once, you can just use it all the time. Yeah. So I, uh, in, in my job, I was dealing with like a, a company with like, a, I don't know what they were, but like something that's very, very He hierarchy. wasn't doing drugs. He wasn't doing no, no, hierarchy, like a, a very um, hierarch hierarchical pyramid kind of. Yeah. Thing. So they had like a CEO and many layers. Yeah. So I talked to the CEO and his uh, assistant. And the CEO was like, cool with me. So he's just he emailed me with my first name and I emailed him back with his first name. We were cool like that. We're bros. And then his <laughs> assistant was like on, uh, on copy. And then in the mail, he referred to her as the, as the formal one, like Mrs. Something. Uh, can you please do this and this? And then Leo, can you, <laughs> so Leo, we're talking about, and, and she worked from like 15 years and I like, we just exchanged like five mails and I was, I was on a level of like, Hey, we cool like that. And she was like 15 years with like, Nope, it's, it's formal for me, but stay professional here. And I was, I was so like, I thought that's hilarious. I was like, Hey buddy, like <laughs> we're agreed with like a high five and like, Hey, how you doing? And, oh, Mrs. Um, oh, hi, how you, thank you. How are the kids? You good? imagine it's like that meme of barack obama when he goes to oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. these politicians and shakes everyone's hey, hands man. <laughs> and then with the basketball player he's like oh piss bump no it's like it's like the, that's the sketch of kane peel where like all the uh, all the black people he's like oh we cool and the white people is like shakes hands like oh, that, and the baby too like yeah hilarious so you were the one that was getting the fist bump and the the yeah, chest pump was, bump yeah we were just hugging it out bumping elbows with the ceo and the secretary is just like oh Look what I do not have after 15 years of loyalty. <laughs> so with this greeting you have with like the, the palm in your hand and then you pick two. Does everyone have lotion on this hand then or? Oh girl, no, like they don't. <laughs> Hopefully they do. But for the most part, I mean, we're blessed with good skin. In can the you Philippines. just like, can you just like go up to someone and be like, oh, I want to greet you very formal because you see they have dry hands. <laughs> just like smear <laughs> lotion on your face, oh like, like rub their hand in your face. Like, oh, I'm so. It's, it's so it's so formal for me no you don't it's do so this respectful <laughs> please don't do that when i take you to the philippines don't do that okay because <laughs> you can't just be grabbing people's hands they're gonna, they're... if they can use it like you see like ooh, dry hands <laughs> no don't do this it doesn't work like that okay you only do it to people you know and usually it's like you're uh, visiting them or something and you already kind of um, have a, an established relationship with them yeah. or someone's introducing you to them not just random people on the street you cannot just be Some grabbing taxi driver is not oh no, no no you don't do this you just refer to them with the polite way and you always add say pop to them Bro. <laughs> you can say bossing boss oh by the way john about the intro john was uh just john was not happy about it with me saying bro but <laughs> i wanted to have the straightest intro there is and show the contrast <laughs> 
It's okay. I've I've learned to accept it because I said girl, so it's kind of a good balance. But it's just we don't we never call each other no, bro. You call, never call we've you. called each other before like ka was like ka. A, yeah like an so Australian ka. thing for yeah. me yeah but never bro and I was like no we just like he cringed a little bit yeah because I've never looked at you as bro like <laughs> never looked at me as bro yeah even though you're super duty and like straight <laughs> duty yeah it's not that I I ever looked at you as like Ooh, bro. sup girl <laughs> yeah girl fits you more I like that one yeah totally oh, your turn. Six foot four. Girl. <laughs> no, that's a nice. That's a thing. <laughs> All right. Next thing. Um, I, I said that already. The non-patriotic thing. I think that's a that's a that's a pro as well. So you you are just flipping your cons to making them a pro. No, okay. only two of them. Okay. The 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 non-patriot thing is a pro and a con, and the no one cares thing is a pro and a con. The rest, I mean, I can do the other one too, which is uh, we're a rich country. That's wow. a pro. Just flex it on us. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Good for hey, you. Hey, Must hey, be nice. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. We're a rich country. Must we, be nice having hundreds of millions. We're rich. Just, we're just stock. We just out here. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, like, you don't have to worry if there's food on your table in the first place. Obviously, we do have a poverty problem as well. Yeah. But for us, a poverty problem is a different thing than a poverty problem in like a country that's still developing. Work now you learn from last episode thank god oh you're welcome not that we i mean we told them we're gonna like offend them also why yeah. you change now yeah <laughs> see i'm i'm transforming <laughs> that so, blow up get them yes so we are a rich country that's i mean that's a good thing just that's just it. mic drop on that one like we're yeah, a rich country we're a rich country good for you Full stop. Nice. <laughs> yeah um i want to go back to what you said about this kind of patriotism because that's one of the pros in my country we are quite proud of our uh, nationality, but not to the sense that we think we're better than other people, yeah? Um, it's more so that we, um, we have this sense of dignity and, and uh, pride when it comes to people that come from our country because we feel a sense of community and a connection with them. So if someone, for example, um, was very famous in American Idol and they are partly Filipino or they have Filipino in their blood, whatever. All the Filipinos will root for this girl or guy because for us, it's just that we, we love to support our own. And it's not necessarily saying we're better than you, but we're just so proud of all these talented people that come from our land. Um, so biggest example of this, when uh, if you were watching boxing or if you kept up with boxing, Manny Pacquiao, maybe you know him. Yeah. yeah, when he was in his prime and he had a fight, anytime he had a fight, w the Filipinos would legit all come together and would set it up weeks or even months before the fight. We're going to watch it. We're going to pay. Legit Filipinos never pay. If they, if they can get away with not paying, they will not pay. But for <laughs> Manny Pacquiao, they will pay. Filipinos are cheap. <laughs> Statement. <laughs> just saying. So this comes from the guy that just hit like a 10-minute like speech about how great philippines are he cheap <laughs> we cheap I, I mean i'm proud of that we cheap we never pay for stuff if we don't have to so if he has if he's having a fight in the rainy season you already set up for it in the sunny season <laughs> yeah <laughs> here we go with this stuff oh <laughs> yeah right and when he has a fight back then yeah i don't know about now but when when he would have a fight Gosh, I keep talking about the fight. Anyway, when he has a fight, <laughs> does he have a fight? <laughs> when he fights, there's a whole community getting together and organizing the event so that we can all watch together. Even public events do this. Public spaces like restaurants would hold a, a watching uh, party for him. Every punch he hits, it's a free shot. Yeah, we're so emotional about it too. And even me, who's not a very big fan of sports, I was into that. And the best thing about it is in the Philippines when he would fight we had yeah I go again with the fighting so when he fights we had a zero percent crime rate like the streets were empty nobody was stealing nobody was doing nothing bad because we just support our, our own either that or, or all the policemen were watching the fight <laughs> that could be the case too no crimes reported <laughs> Yeah, um, I just I just remember um, <laughs> photographers would go out in the streets of Manila and Manila is infamous for traffic. Yeah, yeah, you can go 10 kilometers and spend two hours basically. 
um, when Manny Pacquiao is fighting, there's no traffic because we're all freaking watching his match. And, and then the camera got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> no crime rate, okay? No crime rate when he's fighting. But that's the kind of all national harmony, crime. All the drug dealers were in like hugging it out. Be like, ah, he won it. He won it for us. Yeah. No, we are the other way around. Like if the if you see some German person like makes it somewhere, we jealous. No way. We like ah oh, shit. Ah, get him on. Like not completely, obviously. In like sports events, we you don't support root for the him. German. We do root, of course we do. I mean, for for this person, let's no, say. No, but if like if you're if you're like if you have a friend that goes somewhere and becomes like famous or rich, people like. Oh, he's not even that smart. He's not even that cool. <laughs> so just like I could have done it better. Insulting him because you're jealous. Hell yeah. <laughs> You no, but in sports it. events, we're patriots. And I said it, like, the only time we wave our flags is at the World Championships. Yeah. But I like it. Like, I like that, like, the sense of community even goes, like, over the, the borders of the country. Like, just go in and say, hey, in that team, there's a Filipino guy playing. Yeah. Oh, these Filipinos are good. If you have even, if you have even 1% Filipino in your blood, they will find that out. They will. Plus, what I did not know, to all the people that are not from the Philippines and listening to this, there's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a lot of Filipinos. <laughs> I remember we that. We have 80 million people in Germany. We are at what, 92 million? You have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a small island, but it's full of them. <laughs> First of all, we got... And they're all we, over the place. We got thousands of islands. Get it right. Okay. <laughs> no, but you're right. For real, though. Like, we, the population count is not stopping. It's, it's going up uh, exponentially. They're multiplying. Yeah. Every time there's a fight <laughs> oh. in, the, in the movie and uh, in the TV, nine months later, <laughs> there's kids. <laughs> but I told, did I tell you this example of my dad? I used to ask my uh, dad because at, when I was growing up, the average was like around five or six kids. And my, one of my aunties had nine kids already or something like this. Um, and I asked him, how come there's only two of us? Because like, I had only my brother at that time. You hate us? <laughs> yeah, well, what's wrong with our family? I mean, my, <laughs> my seven-year-old self didn't know how babies were made. So I asked my dad, like, all innocent, how come there's, like, nine of them and there's only two of us? And my dad answered with, because they don't have a television. <laughs> I did not get it back then. I swear to oh, God. That's, that's, like a, that's an adult joke. Yeah, but... <laughs> and, and you say, I do dad jokes? I mean, your dad did the joke, hey? So, See, I didn't uh, make that joke, yeah. Yeah. So you want to roast my dad or what? No, I'm fine. <laughs> he could probably kick my butt. No, it, it, probably at this age, probably not. You know, I'm a very bad fighter. You talk about fights a lot. I'm not good at it. <laughs> For someone who's complaining all the time, I'm surprised you didn't get into a fight. Oh, I yet. run pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> it helps to be to be a basketball player, right? Yeah, I just I jump on some building and be like 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 dogs. <laughs> you jump up to like some high place so the dogs can't get you. That's me. I got a big mouth. I intimidate, but if it doesn't work, I'll be like, Ah, oh, you're lucky today. <laughs> I'm not gonna kick you today. <laughs> that's that's funny, but that's true though, because my my dad actually, I've witnessed it a few times. He got into fights directly, like right in front of me. He there was even an instance where. I think he, somebody did him wrong and uh, we were just driving and he saw this guy in the street and he starts, he stops, parks and starts taking off his jewelry and just gets out of co the car and just starts kneeing this guy in the face. And I was like, like my mom was screaming in the car like, ah, ah, what the? And then he gets back in the car, puts on back the jewelry again. And then it's like, we go to the restaurant as planned. And <laughs> just drive by it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I just choked in my own. <laughs> Damn, anyway, yeah, that was so crazy. And I have so many memories of things like this where my cousins would get stabbed and things like that. But let's not get into that because it I was about to say, like, that's you talk. I, I'm talking about bad stuff. Come on. <laughs> Come on, sir. It's not it's not a generalization. Hey, I pretend, think. pretend like we cut it here. Oh, John went into that topic too much. We did a cut here. Uh, we had to cut it out. It was way too bad. Um, we couldn't keep it in. I'm sorry. Yeah, nobody got murdered. They, they so, were just, yeah. Yeah, um, we're, we're back now. I'm very sorry about that, that you had to witness it. Um, here's my fifth and final point. I'm not sure if I did five or four or three. I literally didn't count. 
Um, but my last point is that we're very family focused, even though we just kick our elders out of their home. <laughs> no, we're very family focused still. Like we're very like it's a thing to come back to your family on Christmas, for example, and celebrate together and birthdays together. And even though families are smaller here, we don't have eight children. We have like what, like one point five or something, one point two. Yeah, one point around there. And but but those one point two. It's, it's that one kid and the arm of the second one. Nice. <laughs> they come together and they like they, they stick with their family. Like we're rooted here. Yeah. Cool. Even though like how old is Germany? Like a hundred years or something? Not like not that old. But still we're like uh, we're pretty much rooted in, in our country and like there I don't know if there's a lot of like Germans going out in the world and, and doing that thing, but a lot of them are staying here not necessarily in one town but in Germany, so You're still connected to your family a lot, and I like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Probably, probably Germany is the least family-focused country in the world, but for me, it's family-focused. <laughs> yeah, in your family, it's definitely the case. Oh yeah. Yeah. But is there like a country that like literally has no like you're you're born, you're raised till like, you're 18, and then find your own? I'm not sure. I don't know. We're gonna have to look into that because if there is someone from that country. <laughs> Email us at I'm I'm not sure if you have give him your email. Yeah, personal. <laughs> This is my savings account. Yeah, DM uh, us on Insta and we'll shout you out. Yeah, yeah. So that's my five. Do you have one more? I'm not sure. I have so many, but I think we can leave it at that. What oh, I want. We're at one hour already, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. So we have to cut this short. One last question I want to ask you. No, the answer yes. is no. Yes. Okay, we're gonna do this because this is important. This is like life or death question okay i have to ask this life <laughs> give me a minute okay so you know when you're little and you have to take medicine yes how do you learn to take medicine because in the philippines what we do is we use rice and we put the pill in the rice and then you swallow the rice so that you get the pill with it I really wanted to know what's the German equivalent of putting the pill in the rice. So we're talking about medicine, like pill-wise, not like liquid. Yeah, not like liquid. Liquid is uh, is a bit easier because you just. Yeah, but it tastes bad. <laughs> yeah, but like the swallowing part. All right, the so I was. Oh, that's. Uh, I told I was... you this is important. No, no, I was always good at swallowing pills. Oh my god! I, was I thought I was pills. the homosexual one. <laughs> I was good at swallowing pills. Like from the beginning, I was like. I like I swallowed my gum. I swallowed like candy. I like by accident, so I was like, "That's no issue with that." My sister, on the other hand, was terrible with it. So my 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 mom gave her like M and M's. You know this little candy thingy. Yeah. First, like the super small ones. You legit asking me if I know M and M's? I'm not sure. There's like different names. Like our cinnamonies in America are Captain Crunch. So, you know, the, no point of the brand, but like you know, there's. Everyone out there, do you know M and M's? I doubt it. So little you, chocolate you pieces. We have the like. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So little chocolate pieces. The first is the little ones because she said like in case of emergency, like when my sister has to take some medicine, she has to be ready to to like swallow a pill. Like if cute. See, it's the same thing with like if I have to get like a what's it called again? If you like go to sleep, but the doctor makes you go to sleep. Anesthesia. That thing it's like what do you mean like um if you have to go to surgery and you like you shouldn't be uh, alive <laughs> alive <laughs> you shouldn't be awake during that procedure oh we have to google that but uh, anesthesia is yeah you have, they anesthesia. have to put you under basically anesthesia yeah. <laughs> so that's my girl yeah but um i can't i'm not good with needles so if in that case i would have to like bite my my lip and just like oh all right gotta do it But you know, she they wanted her to be ready for it, so she, they gave her little chocolate thingies, and she had to like start with that, and then she went to bigger chocolate thingies, and you know, it doesn't go bigger than that in pills than like a big M M&M. So that's pretty much it. Like I'm not sure. There's not like one way that everyone does it. Like you know, this 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 thing when you like have like as a kid, your your teeth are starting to fall out, like your kid teeth, baby teeth, baby teeth, milk teeth, milk teeth, milk. So uh, you like tie a little little string to it, and then you close oh the door, God. and it, like flies out. You guys do that too, yeah. 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 See, that's like a thing that like I think everyone does, but we don't have like one thing of doing it. Like, probably some people did it 
different. Yeah, I know the rice thing is a Filipino thing. We le- legit put like in warm rice, like in, in eat rice, like cooked rice. Yeah, cooked. Oh gosh, okay. you don't eat rice raw, like. Yeah, but I did it with my dogs. <laughs> what? <laughs> my dog had to swallow like a pill. I put it in his food. Like, yeah. Somewhere in there, and he eats it, and then he literally like leaves the pill. <laughs> Smart dog. Yeah. Yeah. Or so me. <laughs> you have to find better tactics. Uh, we put it. You get like a bowl of rice, and you put the the rice or no the pill in between that rice, and then you swallow the rice. Like basically. sushi. Kind of. Yeah. It's like a like a pill roll. <laughs> that's the a drug. Roll. That's, that's the drug addict way of eating sushi. <laughs> Yeah, I guess if you put it that way, but that's how I learned to to swallow those silly little pills back then. But I just wanted to know because that that like popped into my head while I was preparing for this pros and cons stuff. Well, we don't. Have, we, I never did it with rice, but I. Yeah, you we told have us. Stop showing off. You're good at swallowing. We get it. We get <laughs> so it. So good at it. Oh my god. We get it, Leo. Okay. <laughs> so that's it for me. I think. I wanted to give it to you because uh, I ended it last episode with a quote that was very special to me. Did so, you? Take it away. Mm. Um, I'm gonna end it with a with a quote from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> Not the straight guy ending it with a RuPaul quote. <laughs> oh yes, I will. Breaking stereotypes. Love if it. you can't love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Thank you. That's it for today. Bye. Bye. Enchanté. Bye.